Yeah, yeah, yeah. You ready to sweat? Let's do it. Come in a down dog, please. Oh, my God. Is that what you said? Oh, my God. Oh, my God. You're alive. Thank goodness. Like that awe. You want that awe right here in your practice. And if you show up with just radical self-acceptance and you take a good look, it is. It's inspiring what the body's held on to. And this is one of my greatest practices as a yoga student and as a yoga teacher, as a human being, is that right here, right now, is all I got. That's it. And to generate this energy of like, yeah, this is it. Whatever you're experiencing right now is your path into your power, physiologically, psychologically. Child's pose. You got a perfect body for practice. You chose this body. You created this body. Now all you just got to do is own it. And so much of our physical practice is that, is just locating our bones, locating our flesh on this planet. It's a daily practice. And I acknowledge that you're here today. You didn't have to be here today. And you showed up. We got 90 minutes together. And it's really a blurb on your radar. This is going to come and go quick, just like life. And it's great that we stop and we bow down to it. And I offer you this pose as part of the path. And it's an all-levels class, so I'm trusting you that you're going to create your space. You can take this pose whenever you need it. Sometimes you don't need it at all. Sometimes you've got to push through the pressure a bit. But that's where empowerment comes in. You make the higher call always. Tabletop. Be intentional creating the physical foundation of your pose so you can be up to something big other than just making shapes with your body. This is a breathing practice and developing our relationship to the earth first. So whatever's touching the floor is your foundation. Put your index fingers on 12 o'clock. Knees hip width distance. Through your nose, take a breath in. Open your mouth, let it go. And on your next in-breath, press the floor and stick your bum out. Drop your spine into your body. As you exhale, press your mid-back to the ceiling. Drop your head towards the ground and gaze towards your navel. Get all the air out of your lungs. Okay, inhale, reverse. This is a dog tilt. Work that in the pelvis. Stick your bum out. As you exhale, round your spine like a Halloween cat. Push your mid-back to the ceiling. Assist it. Belly up towards your spine. Inhale. Now exaggerate this. Do this on your own and go slow. Discover the practice, which is breath and movement are one. There's a lot of bodies in the room, and we all have different biorhythms. Right now, you're set free to generate the, the rate of your breath, the volume of your breath. This is the foundation of our practice is nature calling, the sound of your breath moving you deeper and deeper into your flesh and bones. And your exhalation, downward dog. And you see the practice is a 
discovery space, the physical practice. So discover your relationship with the floor over and over. 53 poses in the 90 minutes. 53 opportunities to rediscover your relationship with earth. So separate your feet about hip width distance. Hands about shoulder width distance. Good, and then walk your hands and your feet apart. And you guys, take up the mat space at the front of your mat. Leave good mat space at the back of your mat. If there's any mat space available, it's at the back edge of your mat. It's just good studio etiquette. Drop your head towards the ground. Relax the muscles in your face. Go ahead and bend your knees. Increase the muscle energy moving from your core down through your arms into the floor. Lift your sitting bones up to the sky. Let's breathe together. Breathe in. Breathe out. Inhale. Exhale. Breathe in. Breathe out. Bring your feet together. Lift your right leg to the ceiling. Bend your upper knee. Take your upper leg to the left. Spread out your ten toes. Fan your fingers on your mat. Now pull your belly up to your spine. Activate your core. With your core strength, square your hips to your mat and bring your upper foot to the earth. Lift your left leg to the ceiling. Make power lines through your arms and your legs. Bend your upper knee. Take your upper leg to the right. Power lines from the center of each palm and to the length of each finger. The center of each heel to the length of each toe. Now, core to extremities. Open up. Walk to the front of your mat. Separate your feet hip width distance. Ragdoll. Grab onto your elbows. Put your feet on 12 o'clock and about hip width distance or wider. Be intentional, creating the physical foundation of the pose. That way you can drop your head. And that'll be the practice of you being up to something bigger than yourself. St. Francis referred to it as the practice of self-forgetting, getting deeply absorbed into something, deeply absorbed into paying attention to the physical body, moment to moment. This is Baptist yoga. Welcome to what a day for you. All you have to do is show up to your mat and stay on your mat. That's it. You got child's pose. You have a bunch of tools. And I will remind you of your tools. The greatest tool you have is your vision. In vinyasa yoga, your two eyes. Focus them on one point. Relax your neck so the blood can get into your brain. Not that it's not getting into your brain, but you want to increase the blood flow. Bring your hips forward. Enlighten your toes. Lift your ten toes off your mat. Spread them out. Drop them back to the floor. And separate your heels a little bit. This will help press the mound of each big toe into your mat. Straighten your legs. Take your hips towards the front of the room. Just hanging out for a little while. 
adapting into the space. It's hot in here, it's humid. I got great switches that can just pump fresh air into this room. I got your back. You don't have to think about anything. And this will be default to think about it, to analyze it, to talk about it, to narrate the practice. This is a human default. This is the human condition to talk about everything. Well, we want to embody the practice. A lot of talking about yoga, lots of it. We want to embody the practice, which is just a flesh and bones practice. And there's a lot of stuff hiding out in your blood, in your bones, in your muscles, in your brain that'll get the body stiff and hard. It's amazing what this heat will do in this movement. It's magic. You don't have to like it either. Just know, at the heart of studentship, like I said earlier, this is it. This is your life. You keep practicing, you'll begin to see that your yoga mat turns into a full-length mirror. Yoga practice is a revelation. Bring your hands to your mat. Walk your feet together. Ground your feet into the earth. Stand up. Lift your arms to the ceiling. Spread out your fingers. You ever get dizzy, you take child's pose. Pull your belly up to your spine. Contract your lower ribs into the midline of your body. Open your eyes. See one point clearly. Give up all the excess tension. Drop your shoulders down towards your buttocks. Now pull your upper arm bones in towards the center line. Chin to your chest a little bit, and you breathe. Relax, you're soft. Huge breath in. Bring your hands to your heart center. Three ohms. Reach your arms to the ceiling. Look up. Bend your knees. Bow forward. High plank. Good listening. Good listening. Downward dog. I promise you, you don't have to know anything about the practice. All you have to do is listen. That's going to make all the difference. Huge breath in. Empty out. Walk your hands to your feet. 
You're at the back of your mat. You brought your hands to your feet. Downward dog. Breathe in. Empty out. Walk your feet to your hands. Flat back. Breathe in. You can have your hands on your shins and your knees bent a lot. Bow forward. Sweep up. Pull as much air into your lungs as possible. Study that. Bow forward. Notice how much air you can breathe out when you bow forward. Drop your skull towards the ground. Halfway up, fill your lungs. Low plank. Empty your lungs. There's a pause in low plank, especially at the beginning of the practice. Upward dog. Downward dog. Just slowing down. A lot of times we get on the mat and we realize how busy we are. Or sometimes we're so busy we don't even see how busy we are. It's a lot like, you know, being on the highway and like some good music comes on and before you know it you're going 86 miles per hour. <laughs> like, whoa, and you just slow down. Huge breath in. Empty out. Walk to the front of your mat. Halfway up, bow forward. Sweep up, I mean, just the sheer rate of speed we move forward with. Bow forward, especially in this culture. Halfway up, pause. Practice drishti, your gaze clear. One point where there's no excess tension in the neck. And I say excess because there needs to be some tension in the neck to hold the neck in neutral. So be mindful if it's as if you're looking at a screen with the head right now. Take the sides of your neck back and bend your knees a little more just so we can access the wisdom of the pelvis. A lot of the times with tight hamstrings, it's very difficult to mobilize the pelvis unless you bend your knees more than what you're familiar with. I want to access the power of the dog tilt. So work that. Tilt your sitting bones back. You had good practice with your hands and your knees on the mat. Now, ultimately, the hands and the shins is okay, but ultimately you want to get your hands to the floor at the sidelines of your feet. You may need to bend your knees more. Very good. Step back, high plank. Downward dog. Breathe in, breathe out, inhale, exhale, huge breath in, empty out, skillful breathing. One more, pull in as much air as possible, empty out, Uddiyana Bandha, don't rush your exhalations, walk or jump to the front of your mat, halfway up. Forward bend, sweep up, bow forward, halfway up, low plank, up dog, 
Down dog, you're doing fantastic. Just showing up to your practice, even if it feels like you're gonna get dragged through practice. Be a yes for being dragged through practice. Be a yes for generating flow, whatever it is. However the practice shows up is the path. Whatever feels like, oh, this is blocking the path. I'm not ready for this. That is the path, knowing that you are ready for this. Huge breath in. Empty out. Of course you're going to encounter resistance. Of course. You're on the path to growth. Walk to the front of your mat. Halfway up. Long, healthy spine. Bow forward. Chair pose. Now we're going to have a little breakthrough right now. But you've got to find your seat. This is the heart of yoga practice, is to find a space where you're unmessable with. And to do that, you have to embody whatever's touching the mat. Lean back into the center of each heel. Spread your ten toes across the floor. Now work your way up. Take your shin bones to the back of the room. A muscular lift. Pull the pit of your abdomen to your spine. And now drop three to five inches closer to your mat. Breathe in. Bow forward. Complete it. No tension in your neck. Halfway up. Low plank. Upward dog. Downward dog. Warrior one, step your right foot to your right hand. Drop your back heel to your mat. Stand up. Take your arms to the ceiling. Now, every pose that we do in Baptist yoga is simple. And there's a possibility for empowerment just through practicing physical yoga poses. Be intentional creating the physical foundation of the pose. So if your heels are on one line and you feel unstable, open your feet right to left. Make your back toes point between 9 and 10 on the clock. Now, optimal blood flow into the hip. There's a hip opening pose. is bringing your front knee to a 90-degree angle. Stack your shoulders over your hips. You do this with every yoga pose as you stack your joints on a vertical plane. Now, with your wrists directly above your shoulders, keep your eyes steady, clear, and let's breathe together. Inhale. Exhale. Inhale. Exhale, right lung back, left lung forward. Breathe in. Breathe out. Now uproot the spine, huge breath in. Bring your hands to the floor, low plank. Up dog. Now your hands or feet are portals to your power, your physical power. Be mindful your index fingers are on 12 o'clock. There's no cupping in the hands. You've got to have the finger mounds down. And you can take a peek at your feet. You've got your feet straight back, not heel sickled in, not heel sickled out. Downward dog. Warrior one, left leg forward. The warrior's path, the acknowledgement that you're a creator. You've created this physical body that's on your mat. Your whole biography is in your biology. And just to be with the body that's on your mat, to be with your creation, is the beginning of recreating yourself as an alive human being. 
the path of awakening goes right through your body. And it begins with whatever's touching the floor. Spread your toes across your mat and tighten up your back quadricep muscles. Pull in. Take your right hip and lung forward, left hip and lung back. Now spread out your fingers. Pranayama, ujjayi, together. Breathe in. Breathe out. The sound comes from your throat. Inhale. Exhale. Big breath in. Drop your hips one inch closer to your mat. Okay, fill up your lungs to capacity. Bring your hands to the floor, low plank. Up dog. You see how simple this is? Gaze. One point. Down dog and breath. Always. Continuous. Never stops. Just like water. Water doesn't stop until you stop it. It's one of the great attributes of health. As the body stays supple and limber, it moves. And like I said, the path to that flexibility and that power usually crosses the river of resistance. Many of them, perhaps. But you're game for that. That's why you're here, to grow. Huge breath in. Empty out. Just got to keep moving. Same poses, just nonstop. Walk or jump forward. Halfway up. Forward bend. Chair pose. Sit low. Play your edge. Bring your legs to life. Bow forward. Halfway up. Low plank. Up dog. Down dog. Warrior one. Right leg forward. There's no rush. You don't have to keep up with anybody. You've been doing that your whole life. Low plank. At ease. Up dog. Down dog, warrior one, left leg forward. Of course you're filled with effort, but there's an ease. There's no rush. You're giving that up. Low plank. Up dog, finish your poses. Finish them. Down dog. Yeah, I get that. Maybe you got to move a little slower. But finish and be complete. Breathe in, breathe out, walk or jump forward, bring some enthusiasm, halfway up, bow forward, chair pose, be glad you're here, it's great you're here, bow down, long spine, low plank, up dog, down dog, warrior one, right leg forward, it's like wow, your body's healthy enough to do this. Low plank, it's a great contribution you hear. Up dog, down dog, warrior one, left leg forward. Now press down, rebound up, get some lift. Low plank, up dog, down dog. You know, all I got to do is drive by the children's hospital in Boston, and it just hits me. I'm like, it's good. Let me scan my body every day and say thank you. Every day, like in the shower, I just check it out. I feel it. Oh, goodness. And you get a shower, and then you get to practice. You get healthy water, food. Breathe in. Breathe out. Walk or jump forward. Halfway up. Forward bend. Chair pose. So much is just saying thank you to your body. Bow forward. It needs us. Long spine. Low plank. Up dog. Down dog, warrior one, right leg. See, you serve your body, and it'll serve you with your highest endeavors. 
Low plank, you need vitality. Up dog, down dog, warrior one. How do you get vitality? You use your energy, you use it all. Low plank, up dog, down dog. Awesome work, bring your feet together. Get the sweat flowing, lift your right leg to the ceiling. Bend your upper knee, stay here or flip over. It's one of the first hints of being alive in vinyasa is sweat. The body's pumping prana into every nook and cranny. Thank goodness we have a practice that reveals all these dead zones. Drop your head, open up your throat. High plank. Bring your heels forward. Spin your heels to the right. Take your left arm to the sky. Like untap potential in the muscles. Take the muscles to the threshold. But you might need to support yourself. You can bring your bottom knee to the floor. No need to strain. Yeah, okay, there's a struggle. Don't want to try hard, though you try easy. This is the unique expression behind asana. You try easy. You're breathing. Whatever is blocking you from breathing deep, you give that up. Low plank. Up dog. Down dog. Step your right foot forward, crescent lunge. Keep your back heel up for this variation. Learning how to hold our ground. Bring your hands to your heart center. Prayer twist to the right. To really stand for something. So it'll be a concept until you develop a relationship with your feet. So you have a malleability in your toes. Spread your toes across your mat. And if you don't have that aliveness in your feet, recreate your foundation right to left, perhaps front to back. Stay with your hands in a prayer or straighten your arms. You can put a block underneath your bottom hand. Go to the inside of your front foot if you're newer. Five counts. Pull your back quadricep muscles into your thigh bone. Got to go tight. Build some earth and fire. Press your feet in your mat. Rebound up and rotate. A few more counts. Stay with it. Pull in. Quadricep. Back leg. Press down. Lift up and twist. Warrior two. Drop your back heel to your mat. Now line up your heels. Put your front foot on 12 o'clock. Side angle pose. Be intentional, creating the physical foundation of the pose. That way you can be up to creating the pose. Half bind, without you thinking, without you forcing, without you going into analysis. You think less and you'll be more in the pose. The pose is a space of being. Mindful, physical, but ontological, just being. Not doing, actually resting in the work. This is what makes us unique. In the work, there's rest. Five counts. Opposites bring balance. Control and surrender. 50-50. Lift the front of your pelvis up to your belly button. Tailbone towards your mat. Take your left lung back. Huge breath in. Look down, chaturanga. Up dog. Down dog. Hmm. Bring your feet together. 
Lift your left leg to the ceiling. Bend your upper knee. Stay here or flip over. In this culture, we have so much order and rules. It's good to create chaos, to have a brain buster, a mind melter, a heart lifter. Pull in, press down and shine out. High plank. Bring your heels forward. Spin your heels to the left. Take your right arm to the sky. Pull your quadriceps and tricep muscles in. Pull your belly in and up to your spine. Now from the core, press down into the floor. Rise up. Good. Through the bones, through the flesh. And then go beyond. Like that halo around the sun. Get beyond that. Go beyond that. Low plank. Chin. Up dog. Down dog. Okay, step your left foot forward, crescent lunge. Feel the aliveness of your back foot. Bring your back heel forward. Ground the center of your front heel on your mat. Bring your hands to your heart center. Prayer twist to the left. Now there's a deeper level of contraction that you can experience if your foundation is sound. So the foundation is first. Intentionality, purposefulness. And then stira, sukha. Stira is the earth element. It's the container that you create through the intention of the feet and the legs. Now, it's not just contracting the back quadriceps in. It's pulling the heads of your femurs into the pelvis. So you've got to work that mat wrinkle in between your feet front to back. Pull in. You can straighten your arms. Few more counts. Pull your back quadriceps in. Now press down your mat, rebound up, ring out. Warrior two. Simple, huh? Side angle pose. Line up your heels, front foot on 12. Back toes between 9 and 10 o'clock. No, 3 and 2 o'clock. Yeah. Half bind. If you use your two eyes, you line up your heels, you be intentional, placing your feet. Work the vertical plane. Keep your shoulders and your hips and your ankles stacked on a vertical plane. Now what will usually happen is the bum will stick on out. The bum will stick out. So drop your tailbone to the ground. See if you can get your left butt cheek underneath you and take your right lung back. That's it. Shoulder blades. Pull them into the center line of your body. Lower ribs. Contract them in. Yeah, lower ribs in. Puff up your mid-back. Breathe in. Look down. Chaturanga. Up dog. Down dog. Yeah, and don't be concerned for knowing this. You don't need to know anything. You're like, wait, lower ribs. Like, what? So what? Who cares? Breathe in. Breathe out. Walk or jump forward. Halfway up. Forward bend. Chair pose. Bring your hands to your heart center. Prayer twist. Take your left elbow past your right thigh. Stay with your hands in a prayer and generate airflow. 
you want to stay in the pose. And I know you're being confronted with a lot of the energy that sabotages you from getting the things that you want done, done and complete. It's right here, right now. There's a great training in stick-to-itiveness, holding true to your word, being true to yourself, stay in the course, not deviating, not postponing, like giving that stuff up. And thank God we have an excavation tool so all that energy that will just trigger the limbic system in the brain, we can disrupt those signals and we can stand for something bigger. One breath at a time. We have about 10 more counts and we're holding it for some time so you can confront these parts of yourself that are more difficult. Notice if your butt is swaying out to the left, track your sitting bones back above your heels. Good. Now lengthen your spine towards the front of the studio. Bring your chin to your chest. Lift off the front of your thighs and twist more. Ah, bring your hands to your mat. Separate your feet hip-width distance. Hook your big toes with your peace fingers. Make your palms face each other. Bring your chest to your thighs. All right, now take your shoulders to your back. Breathe into the length of your spine. And straighten your legs. Lean in and pull the crown of your head towards the floor. The whole's the goal. You want to enroll every part of the body in every pose. So in order to do that, you have to work with integrity. I mean, you've got to have your mind integrated into the action. And the path from mind to body is, is breath. So chest to thighs. Yeah, chest to thighs. Keep that. That's really important. That's integrating the lower and the upper body. Now with your chest to your thighs, pull the crown down. Lean in and straighten your legs. Make your whole body shake a little bit. Just a little, a little. Play your edge. Okay, let go of your toes. Crow pose. Five. It's good that you work with some doubt. If doubt comes up, throw it out and take action anyway. Four. If it's like fear and it's too much fear, you know, don't take action. Pause. Three. Two, chaturanga, up dog, down dog. All right, you're going to get through this. Huge breath in, empty out, walk or jump forward, halfway up, forward bend, chair pose. You know there's a price for health. Prayer twist to the left. You've got to be willing to come apart. You've got to be willing to come out of your comfort zone. You know, and it never gets easier. It never gets easier. And I practice this pose every day. I've been practicing for 18 years. Every time I come into this pose, the intensity is basically the same. It's different. Sometimes I manage it better. Other days, like, oh, like I'm suffocating, I'm micromanaging. Stay with it and just relax with what is. There's a great psychological surgery just from being here. I could read you the telephone book right now. You just stay here. It doesn't matter what I'm saying. You just stay. Lean back into the center of each heel. Now just check it out. Is your heart lower than the level of your pelvis? Drop your pelvis lower than the level of your heart. It's almost as if your torso is going up on a 45-degree angle. Bend your knees more. Good. Now get some daylight and airflow between the fronts of your thighs and the wall of your chest. 
Bring your chin to your chest a little bit. Maybe about five more counts. Great opportunity at the edge. That's when the true pose begins, when you want to come out. And there's literally evolution. The more evolved part of your brain is being activated. Exercise more faith in your feet. Lean back into the center of each heel. Yeah, the tendency is to kind of lean into where the toes meet the feet. Okay, chest up. Chin to your chest. Turn more. Awesome. Bring your hands to your mat. Feet hip width distance. Gorilla pose. Lock your toes past the crease of your wrists. Go chest to thighs. You're doing great. You're doing great. Lengthen your spine. Breathe in. Bow forward. This is just, you know, this is the human condition. This is pervasive. That we fight, flight, or we run when things get challenging and the pressure goes up and the tough stuff starts showing up. You become more resilient just by staying on your mat. You become a kinder, more compassionate human being just by staying with yourself, not running from yourself, and not making this experience wrong. The brain will do that. Negativity bias will do that. The survival brain will look for what's wrong. You've got to keep disrupting that. Some of the best training my mother ever gave me. To this day, you've got to look for what's good. Like, really? So straightforward. It's deep practice. You open your eyes and you train your eyes on one point and naked reality, that's a beautiful beginning for a path of empowerment. Hey, lean back. Take your hands out from underneath your feet. Bring your feet together. Press your feet into the earth. Stand up. Lift your arms to the ceiling. Breathe in. Bring your hands to your heart center. Clear it out. Breathe in. Empty out. Eagle pose. Bend your knees. Wrap your right leg up and over your left leg. Wrap your right arm under your left arm. You can bring your right toes on the floor. You can put a block underneath your right foot. Five. Just bring opposite hand to opposite shoulder. Four. Let it burn hot. Three. The whole body. Let it burn. Two. Sweep up. Eagle pose. Bend your knees. Wrap your left leg over your right leg. Wrap your left arm under your right arm. There's parts of our body that will never be touched. Five, you know, with our spiritual hands, our attention. Four, there'll be dead zones. Three, disease will begin to fester there. Two, sweep up. Eagle pose, right leg over. Right arm under. Dis-ease, not at ease, not in flow. These bodies are meant to be in flow. They're part of the earth. It's what moves the earth. It's what's beating your heart. It's what's moving your body. This pulsation. Pull in. Pull into the center line of your body and breathe out. Sweep up. Eagle pose. Bend your knees. Wrap your left leg over your right leg. Wrap your left arm under your right arm. Seal your lips. Pull into the center line of your body. Breathe out. Sweep up. Bring your hands to your heart center. Clear it. Breathe in. Open your mouth. Hey, standing bow. Left arm up. Drop your right arm by your side. Bend your right knee. And grab your right ankle with your... Or you grab your shin or your foot. Put both feet on 12 o'clock. Gaze steady. And no, this is a standing, balancing back bend. 
One of the defaults is that we lean forward so much and then our gaze drops down, our energy just dumps into the earth. Five, you push down into the earth and then rebound the collarbones towards the ceiling. Four, balanced action to the legs. Three, kick your upper shin back. Two, bring your upper foot to the mat. Right arm down. No, right arm up, left arm down. Bend your left knee. Keep your hips square to the mat. Lift your gaze up to the horizon line. Five. Can you, can you take out all the excess effort? Four. Three. Two. Bring your upper foot to the mat. Lay on your back. Yeah. Okay, left arm up, right arm down. Steady and flow. Okay, so create the, create the foundation. Soften up the bottom foot. You don't want the bottom toes white knuckling. You can bend the bottom knee a little bit. Stata is not rigid and stiff. There's some shaping to stata. Some sukha. This is what balanced action is. Ten. Control and surrender. Muscle energy and then organic energy. Allowing. It's a dance with gravity. A dance with breath. Five. Pull your quadricep muscles in. Four. Press down on your mat. Lift up. Three. Two. Bring your upper foot to the mat. Go the other direction. Hey, right arm up, left arm down. You're good. Just be here. It's okay now. You're doing great. Trust it. Ready? Aim. Basic trust. You don't have to try hard. You just stay. You stay with simple. You stay with ease. Sometimes it takes so much effort to just be at ease, to give up all this excess. Trying to look good. Trying to do it right. And if you're patient and you're at ease, all of this excess will show up. And you can just breathe it out and transform the body-mind in one moment, just like that. It takes perseverance and determination and commitment. Five. Now there's a dial you can turn up and down. Four. Three. Kick your upper shin to the back of the room. Press down and go up. Bring your upper foot to the mat. Good. Come to the front of your mat. Tree pose. Balance on your left leg. Bring your right foot to your left inner thigh. Take your hands to your heart center. Getting rooted in reality. Right here, that which is tangible. The prakritic world. The world you can touch and feel. Get in your energy and your attention out here. Fill in the space of the four walls, the floor, the ceiling with your energy, your attention. Default will just be you getting sucked right into your story and narrating and talking to yourself the whole time. You want to keep disrupting that. This is what right action is. This is what asana is, to take your seat and to observe the physical world, to be responsive. And I'll tell you, when our eyes open up, our heart opens up, we start practicing radical self-acceptance. This is it. Lift your arms to the ceiling. Can I really just be here? That's inquiry. Can I be here? 
Can I look into the world? Can I give up what I have to give up to just be present right now? Huge breath in. Bring your hands to your heart center. Drop your upper foot to your mat. Tree pose, balance on your right leg. Bring your left foot to your right thigh. And know this vinyasa is not a form practice. So it doesn't matter if you're in child's pose, if you're laying on your back with your legs up. It doesn't matter if you're in a variation of the pose, a modification. We're training our two eyes to open up our spiritual eye, our third eye, that goes beyond form and goes beyond color and goes beyond shape, form, shape. Lift your arms to the ceiling. Take your upper arm bones back. Drop your chin towards your chest. Now belly to your spine, core to floor, floor to your hands. Huge breath in. Bring your hands to your heart center. Drop your upper foot to the mat. Come up to the front of your mat if you're not there. Press down on the earth. Arms up. Bow forward. Halfway up. Low plank. Up dog. Down dog. Warrior one, right leg forward. Warrior two, this is your last standing sequence. Straighten your legs. Triangle pose. Okay, spread your toes across your mat. That way your feet can signal the brain to add a couple more inches to your foundation. So often we just step into a short triangle. Now tailbone down. Do a cat tilt. Tailbone down. Pubic bone up. Five counts. Spread out your fingers. Bring your chin to your chest a little bit. Ah, some enthusiasm. Get longer through the limbs. Get out there. Breathe in. Empty out. Stand up. Good. Bring your hands to your hips. Face the left side of the room. Make your feet parallel to one another. Lift your arms to the ceiling. Drop your right arm by your side and bend your elbows. Make your hands meet at your upper back. Breathe in. Bow forward. It seems like a lot, especially if it's your first time, but... My nieces think flossing and brushing their teeth is a lot. But you get, um, you get your second wind, third wind, and, you know, something inside of us. You know, we intuit. In the middle of all this pressure intensity, there's a goodness at the heart of it. I mean, we're developing a deeper relationship with life. Not as a concept. I mean, we're literally holding good space for an in-breath and an out-breath. This is life. This is the essence of life. This moves through everything that's alive, this pulsation. We bow to it, we be with it, mm, does us good. And the people who spend time with us, it does them good too. Breathe in. Breathe out. Stand up. Face front. Step your back foot halfway up your mat. You can go a little shorter or longer. Lengthen your spine. Breathe in. Bow forward. But bowing to life and saying thank you every day. And it's to this body that's on your mat you've got to say thank you. It's supported you so long. Lengthen your spine towards the front of the studio. Twisting triangle. Put a block under your left hand. You can keep your right hand to your hip. Now our intention is to square the hips to the mat. So you can bend your front knee a bit. Five. Four. Press your feet in your mat. Lengthen your spine towards the front of the studio. Three, 
Lift up off the front of your thighs and twist to low plank. Up dog. Down dog. Warrior one, left leg forward. Warrior two. Straighten your legs, triangle pose. The power of pulling in, of contracting in, of pulling yourself together, of owning your bones. So create good space between your feet. I'll tell you, after 18 years, I've got to create more space between my feet triangle. Every time I practice, it's just a habitual stepping into small spaces. From the core, ground the center of each heel on your mat. Be mindful you're not sitting on the outer heel of the front foot. You can bend the front knee a little bit. Good. Now scapula to the midline. Push your spine to your chest. Breathe out. Stand up. Bring your hands to your hips. Face the right side of the room. <coughs> hey, point your toes in a little bit. Heels out. Lift your arms to the ceiling. Drop your left arm down to the floor. Make your hands connect at your upper back. Breathe in. Bow forward. Really, this is just self-examination, self-study. The body needs to move like this. And if you look, we're not doing any um, contortions. This is all accessible practice. And the work you do on the mat really works. Just generating vitality. We're using vitality to generate more vitality. A lot of the times, you know, when we begin practice, we'll put out this exertion, we'll feel tired. You know, because the body's speaking to us. We're probably already tired, and we may be jacked up with caffeine. Who knows? But, man, we get back to the heart of being alive and rest through this work. Breathe in. Breathe out. Stand up. Face front. Pyramid. Breathe in. Bow forward. I'll tell you, the more energy you use, the more you get. And the more energy you have, the more you begin to see what blocks energy. The more sensitive you get around the things that rob you from energy. Twisting triangle. Five. Four. Dog tilt. Three, shorten your stance a little. Two, low plank. Up dog. Down dog. Mm. High plank. Lower to the mat. Four, three, two, one. Oh, sorry. Be mindful of behind you, right? Be mindful. And take your arms by your side. Flip your palms to the floor. Or you can have the back of your hands on your mat. Flip your head to the other side. All right, ready and prime for locusts. Clasp your hands at your lower back. You can use a yoga strap. 
And you pull in to the center line. And then quadriceps, triceps, pull in, press down, come up. Four. Three. Lift the fronts of your thighs off your mat. Legs to center line. Two. Come down to the floor. Bow pose. Bend your knees. You can do one leg at a time. All back bends. Be mindful your thigh bones don't splay apart. Okay, pull in. Press down. Come up. Your pectoral muscles will get more rigid. Good, and they'll start pulling your shoulders forward. Take your shoulders to your back. Stretch your biceps. Five. Now some more oomph from the quadriceps. Four. More oomph. More oomph. Three. Two. Come down. Bow pose. Pull in to center, press down into earth, lift both ends of your body up. Getting our metaphysical hands on our small intestines. Breathe into your belly. And if that doesn't feel okay, then just, well, don't breathe in your belly, okay? Pull, breathe into your chest, get the belly up towards your spine. Four, see if you can get the breath over the collarbones, three, Press your shins back. Two. Come back to the floor. Up dog. You got it. Up dog. Up dog. Down dog. Camel pose. Bring your knees to your mat. Stand up on your knees and flow. Five. Four, three, two, down dog. Oh. Camel pose. Ah, that fresh air feels good, huh? Okay, pull it in. Five, four, feel the air get sucked in through your two nostrils, placed into the base of your lungs. Three, fill up so much you push your spine to your chest. Two, down dog. Bridge pose. Okay, let's get right through igniting. Press your feet in your mat, lift your hips off the floor. Five. Come on, that's too long. Too long. Four. Three. Missed a whole pose. Two. Stay here and bridge or wheel pose. You put your hands on your mat outside your shoulders. Press down and come up. Five, 
four, three, you just flip them up, two, bring your chin to your chest, come back to your mat. How you doing? You see, cross the, cross the threshold, right? Now you're back. Good work, good work. All right, wheel pose. Help your neighbors out. Be awesome right now and kick yourself out of the comfort zone. Help each other out. Okay, don't be a little island. Join the mainland. Ready? Press down, come up. Amber, bring your feet a little closer together and your toes in. Five, use that underneath you. Four, like she is. Three, two, come back to your mat. You feel it? You gotta flip the knuckles down. Yeah, you're doing great. How you feel, okay? <laughs> okay. Reset your hands and your feet. Pull into the center line of your body. Press into the floor and come up. This is doable. This is doable. There's just untapped potential. And unless you say yes to a space like this, that it's like unused talent. Five, four, be fully used. Three, two, bring your chin to your chest, come back to your mat. Ah. One more might do it. One more might do it. Ready? Reset your hands and your feet. Give this a shot. You'll be surprised. You can get this done. Okay, set. <laughs> Press down, come up. Open up your hands wider. Go wider. You can do some study. Can you bring your feet closer to your hands? So you want to activate the hamstrings right now. It feels like you're pressing your feet down and towards your hands. Three, straight arms. Two, bring your chin to your chest. Come back to the floor. All right. That was good. That was good. I think, I think one more will do it, though. One more will do it. Yeah, don't you think? Yeah. That's what we, th we think. Let's see what, if it happens, okay? All right, ready? If this is the last one, then just empty your cup. Make it the last one. Like you can create that right now. Ready? Make this your last one. Everything you got. Set. Press down. Come on up. Ah, nothing like using everything you got. Use everything you got. Be left with nothing. Ten, nine. At ease, calm, see your way through it. Straight arms, five, four, three, press on your mat, two, bring your chin to your chest, come back to the floor. Bring the bottoms of your feet together, drop your knees out to the side, close your eyes. Ah, soak it up. See, if you can get still and quiet, you can feel the pulse, maybe in your lips or under your hands or in the skin of your chest or in your throat. Straighten your legs. Take your arms to the back of the room. 
Take a big breath in. Empty out. Breathe in. Breathe out. All right, one more. Big in breath. Empty out. Pull your knees in your body. Rock from side to side. Chin in one direction, knees in the other direction. It's one of the great secrets of empowerment is being vulnerable. I know the heat. The heat really makes us a lot of us vulnerable. It melts away a lot of whatever's blocking us. It drops our guard. Sometimes it's just our physical posture. Muscles open up. Skin softens up. Dead bug. I remember my first class, and I did other yoga styles before this, and they were all like smaller groups. And I went into the studio in Boston, and I went and saw these gent, and there were like 90 or 100 people there. And I said, oh, I must be in the wrong place. And I just remember being around all those people feeling really uncomfortable, you know, being so close to people sweating, and like, oh. And I remember saying, well, this isn't for me. I'm never coming back. And just something was left with me after class. And I went back the next day, and then I went back the next day, and the next day, and haven't stopped. It's not many places on the planet that you can go around this many people and feel safe and vulnerable. Go ahead, go do this pose at Whole Foods in the entrance. See how you feel. Probably get a people down there. We'll probably stop and do it with you. Let go of your feet. Straighten your legs up to the ceiling. Lace, the thing, lace your fingers at the back of your head and lift your shoulder blades off your mat. Take your elbows out to the sides of the room. Chin off your chest. Breathe in. Lift up. One, two, three. Go at your own pace. Discover pranayama. It's one of the most powerful physical practice on the planet. It's global practice. It involves the whole body. Every cell in your body benefits off pranayama practice. And if you want a strong pranayama practice, practice asana. Create good space in the body. So you create wind tunnels. Literally space so prana can flow. Pranayama. Regulate in your life energy. All through breathing. Moving, vinyasa, pranayama breathing. Ten, nine, eight, seven, six, five, four, three, two, one. Keep your legs as they are. Sit on your forearms and drop your legs one third towards your mat. Drop your legs another third towards your mat. Drop your legs two inches from the floor. Five, four, three, two, one. Legs up. Bring your knees in your body. Is that better open? Bicycle. Clasp your hands at the back of your head. Bring your knees over your hips and then go right to left. Extend your legs completely. Be complete. Put a little pressure kick on my. That's it. There you go. Keep your chin centered at the midline of your body. Stay with, stay with. See, there's a point where it starts to burn and you can just come out of the pose, but let that vulnerable space, let it be an inquiry. Can you just take a couple more breaths and a couple more counts? Stay with it. 
few more counts. Four, three, two, one. Legs up. Sit on your forearms or arms by your side. Legs down one-third towards your mat. Two-thirds towards your mat. Make your legs hover two inches from the floor. We'll do one more set. Okay, legs up. Legs down one-third. Head and shoulders off the mat. Legs down two-thirds. Okay, drop your legs two inches from the floor. You can even go one inch from the floor. Five, four, three, two, one. Legs up. Bring your knees in your body. Twist. Bring your knees to the left. Bring your chin to your right shoulder. Bring your knees up to center and over to the right. Bring your chin to your left shoulder. Close your eyes. Make your belly soft. And now you can breathe into your belly. Now you can breathe into your belly. This is the power of pranayama is that we have an intention and we place our intention out into the world. Or let me say in pranayama, we have an intention, a region of the body we want to bring attendance to. And then we can breathe into that part of the body. And in those moments, we're literally bringing action to our intentions. We're connecting those dots. And bring your knees up to center. And over to the left, bring your chin to your right shoulder. Did we do that already? Okay, do it again. You must need it again. This time, maybe you bring your knees up a little higher. up to center, over to the right, bring your chin to your left. That even? Even? Okay, come back to center. Bring your knees in your body. Grab behind your thighs. Rock and roll three or four times. Vinyasa, down dog. Just cross your ankles and roll over your ankles. You don't want to stand up. Half pigeon, lunge your right leg forward. You can lay on your back. You can put a block underneath your right hip. 
If you're on your back, you just do a figure four. If you're next to the wall, you can bring, it would be a left foot on the wall and give yourself some resistance. And now you want to um, take the weight out of your shoulders and just put, you can put a block under your head. Otherwise, the tension from your hips is going to move up into your shoulders. You're just going to be moving the furniture around, basically. You can do this without having your knees busted up. It's good for you. I mean, is it hurting? Is it hurt? Okay, okay. Is this hurting? No, no, no. See, don't do that. Don't do that. Just flex this. That's all you're going to do. Don't. Don't make it about your hips. Make it about your feet. Yeah, yeah, let that be. It'll, it'll, happen. it'll happen. Drop that down. Is this okay here? Yeah, don't worry. You have to go slow. Really slow and gentle, gentle, gentle. It's fine-tuning. It's like getting a scalpel out and just cutting the connective real, real slow. So you want to get your dog tilt here. You see how that left hip's coming up? So just the work to steer the pelvis down to the floor is a lot. Yeah? And keep this flex. You can do frog after, right? Especially if we're injured, there's going to be poses that trigger us physically, and there's going to be poses that you're going to need to get out of and modify. Um, take, you know, um, modifications on that pose. Sometimes the modifications are subtle, sometimes they're big, but we're really intentional about how we set up the form of the pose in order so it's a breathing space, that's all. So the, the um, resistance or the intensity doesn't have to be strong. A lot of the times, if you keep it real simple, the intensity will be, the, the intensity will be there. If you ever get over here, just put your legs up. You want to get your hips above your shoulders, and that'll cool the, you know, your, the cold constitution of your body down. You can put this under a little more so it's in your sacrum. Yeah, good. Flex your upper foot. About 10 more counts. I'll tell you, I acknowledge you just showing up to your practice. That's huge. Staying on your mat, huge. That's a victory for humanity today because you stayed on your mat. Just the way we're hardwired, if it's not pleasurable, we're out of there. And this is not going to empower us for the things that we want to have happen on the planet in our lives got to get gritty and we got to stay with discomfort actually get comfortable in discomfort and you'll be surprised at how resilient your body is you come in here and you train yourself this way the next time you come back you might want to just throw up four times instead of five times or you might have the urge to run twice instead of three times but you'll get stronger what you practice gets stronger breathe in empty out 
down dog, you begin to see the value of hard work and commitment and devotion just by showing up. You know, our bodies are porous, half pigeon. You know, the same way we can absorb people's anger and stress, you know, like when we're in close quarters or around work or in our family. We're absorbing a lot of goodness here. And we recognize that. At the heart of life, there's a benevolent energy. At the source of it all. Wow, it's good to be alive. It's like that, that wow, that awe that sometimes we get shocked into, we get jolted into. This is why the heat is such an amazing tool. It'll pull from you what therapy won't pull from you. The only work that I found really works is this work we do on ourselves. We're the teacher and we're the student. Hippocrates, physician, heal thyself. This is the deep understanding is that we are the guru, we are our greatest teachers. And so much of our practice is just showing up to our mat. And you begin to see when you generate pranayama and you build this inner fire, metabolic fire, not only does it heat up the body and detox your systems, but it gives you some insight, some inner light. And we sense our future selves. We have a glimpse into the future. We begin to see what's possible. When we get the knack of just being here, like just being here, yeah, we get the physical practice. We even get the, the mindfulness practice. You know, pay attention. You drift off. You recreate your listening and your focus, and you come back. We get that. But can we get the knack of just being here? Just being here. And allowing things to be as they are. Not micromanaging. Oh, five more counts. Here you go. Flex your upper foot. That's a revelation when you embody your feet, and especially when you flex your feet in pigeon and in hip openers, how they create pathways to the hips. And you're like, wow, the feet and the hips are connected. Just like our hands and our heart are connected. Just like our baby toes and baby fingers are connected. Just like our bodies are connected but we experience a huge disconnection if we're not embodied. This is where wars and arguments and holding your positions come from. Not being embodied, it creates separation. And we go into the realm of blame. Tremendous responsibility just by being embodied. Like, wow, this body's on a mission. I got work to do. And that work is just being right here, right now. And those moments accumulate and you deepen your attention to what you love and to what you're a stand for. Breathe in, empty out, double pigeon.
Ground your sitting bones near your mat. Lengthen your spine and fold forward. Flex your upper foot. You can put a block underneath your left knee. You can bring your hands behind you and lengthen your spine. That's it. And just and close your eyes. And the beginning of practice can be really challenging. The beginning, because there's a lot of postural habits that we've created unconsciously. And then we step on the mat and we're asked to be conscious the way we set up our body in relationship to gravity. And we start breathing. And a lot of these zones that are holding tension come up. And you just breathe your way through it. And a lot of the times these tensions and these holding patterns make us want to run. Just breathe your way through it. Certain poses on certain days are going to trigger you. While on other days they're not. Flex your feet. more counts. Breathe into your hips. Right in there. Alright, breathe in. Empty out. it up, switch legs, lean in, lean right in, you know, trigger points, especially in the hips that you'll go into a trance and you'll just cope with what's happening. You've got to burn through that with long in-breaths and long out-breaths. Lean in, lean in, go right into it. Drop your head towards the ground, relax your neck. Flex your feet. Just scan the body and look for where there's excess tension and soften, usually around the jaw and the neck. Look for where there's space that you can add some tension and some pressure. Okay. Five more counts. Stay in, stay in. Okay, breathe in. Empty it out. Sit up. Extend your legs in front of you. <clears throat> 
scoot up to the front of your mat, lay on your back. Waterfall pose. Put a block under your sacrum. Turn upside down. I want to do frog. Frog if you want. Spread out your toes. Tell you, start connecting the dots of how important practice is. Like how important it is just to practice, even when you don't like it. Especially when you don't like it and you don't want it. Just to show up and to feel the things that you don't want to feel. Otherwise, you can, what's dangerous is that um, it's not like those feelings are going to go away. You'll just numb them out. And then you'll get numb to the good feelings, too or the potential of what's really um, available for you. And you just gotta show up and get through it and kind of get dragged and, and that's the way it is. But then there's a, you know, um, it's like a reset button got set. That's how I really am. I went to the dentist the other day. It was like last week sometime. And um, I'm trained now. Now I go to the dentist. I didn't go for 15 years. And then I learned my lesson. So I go to the dentist a lot now. Not a lot. Well, I go in my, when I'm supposed to, I get my teeth cleaned. And I always real good, good uh, cleaning my teeth too. I'm like real good oral hygiene. I guess you just have to go to the dentist. I guess you have to go. And um, just last week I went and I had a little cavity in the back. And they, have to, they had to give me a needle in the lower left quadrant of my jaw. And I've had a lot of needles in my mouth. I had... You know, a lot of cavities growing up. And um, right when I went in, I was holding my jaw. And the, doc, the dentist was like, why are you holding your jaw? And I go, because I know I have to get a needle in this part. And I go, I don't know what it is. I feel like I have trauma there or something. Right? So um, they even, like, gave me nitrous and stuff. And I, and, right, and I said, wow, this nitrous is good. I was telling her. And then, then she, like, she put the needle in. And I was like, oh. And, like, you should have seen, like, my legs were going everywhere. I don't know why. I just get, I have, like, a reaction to that needle. And then my lip didn't go numb. And um, she goes, I got to give you another shot. Oh my God, and then she gave me the other shot, and I went into full-blown breakdown. Like, I was sweating every bit, where there were tears coming out of my eyes. She was like, Brandon, Brandon, can you talk? And I couldn't even talk. I was so beyond words. I went into another realm. I don't know if the nitrous was up too high or something, but I went as in another realm. What's that? Yeah, whatever. <laughs> but it was like a real deep moment of surrender. Oh my goodness. Didn't know how much fear was in my body. You know? You take your knees to your forehead or your feet to the floor behind you. You know, but I, I realize it's this lower part of my jaw. It's just like an area in my body. If you stick a needle in it, um, it triggers my psychology. I go way back. It's like into almost like, like other lifetimes. What's that? Saber-toothed tigers. I wouldn't call it old brain. I, yeah, but I wasn't running. I was like having a third eye opening experience. You know how I answered her, my dentist? I put my hands over my heart in a prayer. She goes, Brandon, can you talk? I was like, she was patting my eye with a Q-tip. I'm in a cotton swab. Tears were coming out. 
It was so humbling. <laughs> but it was good, though, you know, having that vulnerability. There's not many places I'm that vulnerable other than on the floor as a teacher, on my mat as a student, or at the dentist. <laughs> okay, take your blocks out of the way and bring your bum to your mat. Pull your knees in your body. Bring the bottoms of your feet together. Drop your knees out to the side. If you want to straighten your legs and let your feet flop out to the side, feel free to do that. But I'll tell you, this is one of the most powerful things I discovered in 44 years, is learning how to sit still. Learning how to sit still and then developing the capacity to be still. To be a witness. And just to say yes to the life that's right here on your mat. And the life that's right here outside your skin. Put your listening out here in the air that's outside your skin. You'll go into default and your listening will go back to your thoughts. That's okay. That just strengthens your capacity to begin again, to reset yourself as a human being. Take a huge breath in. Open your mouth.
them empty it out roll over onto your right side curl up in a fetal position keep your eyes closed sit up put your hands in a prayer over your heart center Sit up straight with some healthy pride. Chin to your chest a little bit. Sides of your neck back. One ohm. to your forehead center. Take a breath in. Together we say namaste. Peace and love. Good job. Good work. Good work. Good job. Good work. Go get some water. Get like a gallon and a half. Shoot for that. That's good aim. Okay? And then some um, fruit, some water-rich foods, and um, be kind. Okay? Take care of yourself and help take care of each other. I'll see you soon. When you stand up, stay on your feet. Put your blocks in purple and blue piles. A yogi toes and mat go in the hampers. And if your strap got all sweaty, put that in the hamper too. Otherwise, just hang it up. I'll see you soon. Stay on your feet. You're welcome.